Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. So let's get into some of this stuff, Eric. So obviously, the uh, well, first of all, you and I used to joke with several of these things, the SECURE Act, the CARES Act, the various different things. Whoever has the, the job of the czar of acronyms, uh, at the oh, government, yeah. it's, you know, got an interesting job, but it's the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act. The first one passed back at the end of nineteen, took effect in twenty. This one, they did the same thing. It was in that omnibus bill that went through, I think, on the day before Christmas Eve. Uh, and there's a ton, a ton of changes to the Secure Act 2.0. But let's go through some of the big ones. What's your takeaways? Let's start, I guess, with the RMDs because that got changed and altered yet again. Yeah, it did, which is really, um, you know, throwing a wrench in the works. It, it's great for people that don't want to take money out of their IRA. And people listening around are going, why would I not want to take money out of my IRA? You might and not need it. My answer is, you'd be surprised. Right. <laughs> people don't want to take money out of their IRA. You know, you may have other sources of income. You know, if you have a pension, let's right. say a couple of Social Securities, you might not need any money from your IRA. Well, your RMD age now, so Secure Act 1.0 pushed it to 72 Secure Act 2.0 pushes it to 73, working its way up to 75. Yeah. So the 70, so the 73 starts for folks now. So if you're turning 72 this year, you get yeah, a reprieve, year. right? Yep, you got a reprieve. But if you're turning if you're 72 mm-hmm. in 2022, mm-hmm. too bad you still got to you start. You the started. Old you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's 73 for so like Eric, I'm 51, so I'll be in that 75 group, correct? You will, yes. Um, I'll be there as well. So I think we it's 50, 59 and under. I think 1959 and under your birthday. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's the thing. Um, you know, they may. Where's three going to come from? <laughs> <laughs> so they may push it out to where you sure. never got to take it. So if you think about, if you look at the the acronym Secure Act, setting every community up for retirement enhancement. Mm-hmm. How does moving RMDs out enhance things? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it lets you accrue more money, which I guess eventually, if you pay the government, they they get a bigger chunk of that, right? What, and I've seen you know commentary on both sides of this, and what they're saying is, well, people that are still working aren't forced to take money out of these things, right? You know, so they can let it, let it go longer. I look at it with a different kind of a lens. I'm a, a little more sinister when it comes to government bills that they have passed okay. because. The government does dumb stuff, but they're not stupid. Or maybe it's vice versa. They're stupid, but they're not dumb. I don't know how that the, Yeah, so. yeah. No. Okay. The more that you don't use, the more IRA money you don't use, then you pass on to your kids. Mm-hmm. Now, because of Secure Act 1.0, your kids have to have that money out of that account within 10 years of your demise. Oh, sure. I mean, there's always going to be something in it for them. Right. So what happens is that they're going to force more money out over a shorter time period when your children, by the time you, let's say, pass, your children are going to be at the, probably their highest earnings rate they've ever been at. Right. So they're probably going to be mid to late 50s, maybe early 60s, right? You know, oh, highest point in their career. Potentially, yeah. 
So more and, taxable income, more tax revenue generated. So, well, and, and to that point, Eric, you know, they also they, they see what's going on in the, without in in the world. I mean, we've been talking about Roth conversions, and just like every other advisor across the country for the last three years you know, pretty heavily. So either way, they're getting the tax revenue. So yes, yep. they've delayed it, but if people, it gives you more time for planning. So if you're saying, hey, I'm, I'm not, tur- you know, I don't have to do this until 73. I've got more time to do Roth conversions. Well, they're still getting their tax money that way too. So either way, it's kind of a win-win for them. True. true. Well, it's just, it's going to generate more revenue. It's yeah, always, which they need. You have to look at through that lens. Yeah. It generates more revenue for yeah. them. Yeah. So that's the big thing. 73 uh, now is the RMD moving to 75. That was one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also changed the penalty on this. Which was the biggest one, I believe, in the uh, in the in the penalty box, if you will, of taxation, the old fifty percent to this one. Yep, fifty percent if you didn't take your RMD, which was huge. Plus, you owe the ordinary income taxes on the entire amount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, let's say you're on a twenty four percent tax step. So you got twenty four plus fifty. That's seventy four percent that you lose to the government, and you get you know twenty six percent. It's an ouchie, but yeah. they've reduced it. Reduced down to twenty five percent, so yeah. it's a it's, yeah, still still a big chunk. Right. So take your RMDs. Uh, That's the easy solution. Just do it, right? Yeah. yeah, and and if you don't need the money, remember that what Secure Act one did was it made qualified charitable distributions the QCD mm-hmm. that is permanent now, and a QCD what allows you to do is take your RMD required minimum distribution. You can send up to a hundred thousand dollars of it directly to a charity. You satisfy your RMD, but you don't pay tax because you send it to the charity. Yeah. Well, let's break so, that down for folks on a, a more reasonable level. I think most of us can't do 100000 but let's say you've got a $5,000 RMD due. You could send that 5000 to a qualified charity directly to them, right? And that would satisfy it, correct? Or multiple charities. Does or that multiple. Be just one. Okay. It just has to go directly from the custodian who holds your IRA or qualified plan mm-hmm. directly to the charity. can't come through you. Yeah. So, so when we have folks that are that are turning 72, now it's going to be 73, so throws a wrench in our planning because we have systems set up that every year, okay, who's turning 72 this year? Okay, yeah. we know we got to have RMDs. Now we got to move that to 73. But right, right. that's okay. We don't mind the work. So if you're, let's say you're giving every week, um, you go to church every week and you give something in the offering plate, right, or set up electronically. We're going to have a conversation and say, okay, instead of doing that, if you don't want your whole RMD, we want to take what you would give for the year and send that to them. At the beginning of the year, they get used to the money for the whole year. Now you're moving your tithing to be offset the RMD, and you still get your standard deduction. It's hard for people to itemize today with the standard deduction being right, so yeah. high. Yeah. Um, that's great. People like that. Or they want to say, hey, I want to – planning-wise, okay, they send my RMDs you know, $20,000. I want to send – I only need 10. I'm going to send 10 away to these various charities. We fill out all the forms, and it gets done. And charities love it because they're getting the money earlier in the year. Now you have up until the end of the year to do this. But if you know you're going to give it to them, might as well give it to them so they can put it to good use throughout the for the whole year. Sure, but yeah. that's one way you can reduce the impact of that RMD if you're so inclined, if you're charitably inclined. Just remember, kids are not charities. <laughs> right. You know, it's got to be a qualified charity. It's yeah. got to be a qualified charity. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, speaking of the kids, let's talk about this one because I want to make sure I squeeze this in so we don't get too far on time. Uh, a surprise, a big surprise in this was the 529 to Roth for people. So grandparents, parents, if you've been funding a 529 plan, you used to have to pull this money out, pay the penalty on it, pay the taxes if the kids didn't use it or whatever the case is. But now you can convert it. Yes, uh, has to. There's some rules. Uh, it has to be sure, in existence yeah. for 15 years. People are like, well, that's a long time to have an account. Well, not really, right? You start that thing rolling, get the clock counting. Right. A lot of people open up as soon as they're born. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they have a name, <laughs> exactly. And a social security number, they open a 529 plan. So that's that's age zero. Right. Yeah. 
So 15 years are still in high school. And this is great because a lot of people thought is, okay, if I, if I do this 529 plan mm-hmm. and my kid gets a scholarship, sure. well, then I got to retitle. Or another. they don't go or they flunk yeah. out. <laughs> maybe, they don't go, maybe they go to trade school. Maybe it's not suited for them. Or maybe they go to military academy or go to the military or something like Anything that. Anything so, can happen, right. Yeah. Right. So now you're putting this money in and it's growing tax deferred, but now they could roll. It's a maximum amount. It's up to $35,000, but could be rolled to a Roth IRA. So another caveat, though, Eric, is it does need to go to the same person. So if the 529 is for grand, you know, kid A, whatever, right. then it has to go to that same person for the Roth. Yeah. And so let's say that kid you know, has some leftover. Let's say you've saved a lot in the 529 plan. Let's say it's worth, I don't know, $50,000 by the time they enter college. They only spend $30,000. Sure. Because you got scholarships and maybe worked a little bit, something like that. Now you got twenty grand. They graduate college at you know, let's say twenty two. Um, now they put twenty grand into a, a Roth IRA, and they'll get the compounded growth on that until they're fifty nine and a half. That could be a huge it's windfall. A great start. For them. Yeah. So that that is that is a that's a cool one actually. Part of the kind of a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Any any big negatives? I know that the, the removal of the stretch act in the Secure Act one was you know kind of a big negative, kind of the big gotcha. Anything in here that uh, you've seen? And there's a not ton as more. not as bad as that. It actually was more positive. But there is one thing that they didn't address, and this is one of the hangups: is that when you inherit an IRA as a child mm-hmm. from an adult from your parent, you have to have it out within ten years. Well, there's really no if they've already reached, if that parent's already reached the age of 72 and a half and they're required, 72, sorry, now going to 73, and they're having this required beginning date, which means they got to take this RMD, then there's no real guidance on whether you can delay that or you got to maintain it. So the rule is, or we're in playing by this kind of you know made up ground rule, is that you got to still require to take those minimum distributions. You can't delay that until that 10th year. They could have put more definitive language in there for us to follow as advisors, but they didn't. So that's one thing they didn't address, which they should have addressed. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.